Hello everyone, this is John with Under the Floorboards giving you the trigger warning for this episode. This movie does contain instances of suicide. If that is something that is triggering for you, please note that the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is now 988. Again, that is the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline 988. And please know that as our listeners, you are not alone. Of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, John. Joined as always by my beautiful co host, Eric. Eric, how are you this week? Fucking fabulous after I, this one, dude. Jesus I fucking know. Christ. We are cleaning up so much blood. It was a fucking. Holy shit. It was a blood tornado Holy of Rob Zombie <laughs> concoction, dude. Uh, and that's I, saying something for Rob Zombie. <laughs> I was, yeah, with a 19 point kill count, bucks don't even get that big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was so excited to watch this movie because I know you had never seen it before. Yep. Um, and this is like probably like a coming of age movie for mm-hmm. me. So I'll get into that here in a second. Cool. Uh, so since this was your first time, what were, what was your first impression of this, this movie? This is remake done right, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, I loved the care to the like the attention to detail of really developing michael's backstory for the first Mm -hmm. act of this movie wonderful Mm -hmm. really the first half of this movie was basically that to be totally fair um there are shot for shot comparisons to the original which i really appreciate um some of the lines were similar i'm not like word for word with the original so i can't you know i'm not going to clock that but for me, if you're going to redo a movie that's a classic, you got to do it like this. Right? Yeah. And, you know, like, it's very interesting that you say that you really enjoyed the backstory of it because mm-hmm. it was so polarizing mm-hmm. when this came out. Just the yeah. fact of giving Michael Myers a backstory fucked a lot of people up. And that's weird for me because I'm a guy that likes lore. I'm that dude that mm-hmm. reads books in Skyrim. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm that character. So yeah, anytime that I get more information, whether or not it's canon or whether mm. it maybe it's just canon in Zombies World, right? Sure, sure, it sure. doesn't matter to me because I love it's it's like re, like watching a documentary on a band you love. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's like I don't care. This is great. Yeah, it's more it's more Michael. It's more you know? content. Yeah. yeah, it's like people who complained about like the Lord of the Rings coming out, where it's just like, yeah. but you got more content, right? That you never thought it's, you were going to get. And, and this is not as like good as John Carpenter's original idea. They're you know what I mean? drastically different. And that's kind of what my thing is. Like, Rings of Power is never going to be good as Peter Jackson. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's never going to be as good as Peter Jackson's version of Lord of the Rings. So it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. You're comparing apples to oranges, but it's in the same universe. You can fucking blow me. You know what I mean? So before yeah, I get into... I was going to say, Before yeah. I get into my first impression, I do want you to do the itinerary okay, first. Cool. Because I'm going to be talking about a lot of these people that are in it. Rob Zombie's Halloween came out in 2007. The clock that I have for this one is two hours and one minute. Although the one that we watched was an hour and 50 minutes. I'm wondering if what I'm reading is based off of the direct cut or not that sounds about right for like what he would choose to exclude uh yeah i will say the version that we watched is not the director's cut exactly because i have seen that okay cool we've got tyler main as michael myers sherry moon zombie what's up as deborah myers scout taylor compton as laurie strode dyg ferk positive i got that one right i did look up how to pronounce that dyg thank you uh, as young Michael Myers, Ma- Ma- Malcolm fucking McDowell in I'm the house, dude. You. Let's go. As uh, Samuel Loomis, uh, Danielle Harris. 
My fucking girl. As My <laughs> fucking girl. I'm going to try not to blow her this whole episode. As Annie, uh, we've got Hannah R. Hall as Judith Myers, Christina Klebby as Linda, and Brad Dorif as Sheriff Brackett. I'm going to stop there in terms of, like, there are a ton of people in this movie, so yeah. at this point I'm just going to go into, like, cast yeah, people yeah, yeah. that I was just like, holy shit. Clint Howard was fucking funny to me. That was a cool <laughs> ad. Uh, Bill Mosley slides in there. Danny Trejo is in there for a hot minute as well in the backstory. Um, Sid Hay is in here and Ken Forey. Mm-hmm. Uh, D. Wallace as well. Jesus Christ, there's some yeah, fucking they, people in this movie. Um, yeah, there were definitely names on names on names in this movie, yeah. which was really which was really fucking incredible. So yeah, my first impression of this movie, so obviously a lot of you know my story at this point and kind of how I fell into horror. This was such a coming of age horror movie for me because I had seen, you know, I had worn out my DVD of mm-hmm. the original Halloween at this point. And I, when I found out that uh, I think it dropped in August, late August of 2007. And I was so excited because my birthday was on the 6th of September and I was turning 17. Mm-hmm. This was the first horror Bingo. movie I got to buy my own you rated could... R tickets to. Yes, sir. And like, oh my God, you I You want was to talk so about excited. the ritual? It's like unlocking DLC. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like all this other shit I can now access, which is fantastic. When I'm watching yeah. the trailer too, and I'm like, oh my God, that's Daniel Harris, totally. who notably plays Laurie Strode's daughter in 4 mm-hmm. and 5, and also the slasher in at the end of 4 and in 5. So I was like, that was the first Easter egg that I ever mm-hmm. got to see. So not an apples to apples comparison. How would you like how is this up there how how does this rank up there with like I'm 21 I can buy alcohol legally oh. is it one of those kind of coming of age things for you like monumental moments in history it was definitely better than turning 18 because they didn't even card me to buy my blunt wrap nice <laughs> <laughs> we don't stand on ceremony at the camera room. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it was a 7-eleven I was, okay word I was in Virginia true okay rock on yeah awesome um, so yeah th- this movie was amazing uh, especially, uh, I had seen a Clockwork Orange at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So like Michael, Malcolm McDowell coming in, I'm like, oh my god, Alex is in this fucking movie yep. as Loomis. Mm-hmm. Like there was so much to be excited about. I'm trying not to wet myself in this fucking. Well, that's seat okay. Right now. Uh, well, you have to sit next to me, so it's not that great. Um, but <laughs> I'll clean it up. <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> great segue, actually. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, en- enough about uh, my teen twiddling on on this movie nobody wants to hear about your fucking teen twiddling okay that's a different coming of age story <laughs> that's patreon content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah getting into it uh we're starting off like we were talking about there's a lot more lore there's a lot more backstory to to kind of get into the mind of what is michael myers why is he the way that he is and when is michael myers <laughs> <laughs> nobody ever asks how is michael myers which is honestly true because there's not a it's kind of the point Loomis is the only person in this movie that asks him how he is doing (laughs) so we start off with uh, Michael is in his room petting his rat Mm. and we're led to believe that he is fucking just iced this rat sure, yeah. named Elvis. Initially, I thought he had been bitten by the rat or whatever, and then he's mm-hmm. pulling that little pocket knife, that Swiss Army knife that's also covered in red jelly. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, okay, I almost wrote down kill number one fucking Elvis, but nay. Um, yeah, and the point is, is there is there is some family fucking drama going down, right? Yeah, Ronnie is like one of the shittiest characters. Yeah. And like, Rob Zombie is really good at writing shitty characters yeah, yeah, and yeah. like shitty people. That deadbeat step <laughs> husband, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
bitch, I will crawl over there and skull fuck you. Unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. The only thing I'll point out about this scene, and again, like, just comparison to the director's cut, um, when uh, Judith Myers comes downstairs, Mm -hmm. uh, his older sister, who, you know, obviously paralleling the initial story of Halloween, she walks downstairs and uh, Sherry Moon Zombie is making, or Mama Myers, I mm-hmm. guess, is making, yeah. she's like, can't you tell that I'm making eggs while she's like pouring Rice Krispies yeah. and shit and her pedophilic fo- like stepfather is like making eyes at her and shit. Makes <laughs> actual comments about the shape of her butt. <laughs> <laughs> but she just goes, uh, I don't eat chicken abortions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I can't believe that just wasn't in the theatrical film. I know. That's a good line. That's a good line. <laughs> She's like, well, go get your fucking brother who's probably upstairs wearing a fucking mask for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we definitely get that allusion to like who Michael Myers is with the mask on versus mm-hmm. with the mask off. Right. right. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's set in stone very early where the humanity lies is whether or not that thing's on or off. Right. Which was honestly yeah. a really cool parallel mm-hmm. added to it because I, I get that a lot of people just wanted the well I think it's scarier if he just doesn't have a fucking personality I'm like yeah but like sociopathy comes from somewhere sure you know and, th- and this was really that that line of like okay when he has the mask on he's a fucking mm-hmm. sociopath when he's just walking around he's actually a really nice kid mm-hmm. unless you know you're like talking about his mom sucking dick and yeah. shoving her titties in people's faces and shit. And I get that. I body no somebody go. too. Yep. Yep. So I, do you want to just move into school day at school? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So he is, um, navigating the A hallway. Day in the life. Yep. Navigating the hallway of, and he's like 12. How old is he in this scene or something 12, like that? Plus yeah. or minus. So we're like an awkward phase, like, middle school mode and that kind of thing. You've got your taller, He's developing late. He's not as tall as the other boys. Right. He probably hasn't had a boner yet. He wears a Kiss t-shirt, which is already, (laughs) yeah. Which is why God of Thunder was part of the soundtrack for this. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Um, And bully number one, well, and bully number two are giving him guff in the bathroom. I mean, there's a lot of, like you said, your mom jokes and that kind of thing going <laughs> around. But, like, Michael isn't taking it, right? He he gets pushed around, slapped around a little bit and that kind but of thing. But he pushes back the he whole time. He does push back the whole time, which is, again, part of this, like, you know, the mm-hmm. parallel between, like, it's in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just waiting to be released. He's right. already killed animals at this point because they're weaker than him. Right. He's looking to be the apex predator now. Yep. So the fucking principal the principal busts in. the door down and he's like, stop it, hey, fuckers, fucking... And he's like, shut the fuck up, principal, whatever. And he's like, what did you say to me? Cut to the office. I said, right? fuck <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, cut to the office and the principal has called Mrs. Myers in to uh, be a witness to the fact that Michael has brought in a dead cat in a Ziploc bag to school with him or whatever. And she was right. so cavalier about yeah. it. She was just like, well, so what? He found a dead cat. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. your first thought is not to carry the motherfucker. <laughs> I understand that he's your son and you have to defend him. <laughs> but there's also like a line, right? You do realize that you sound crazy, right? <laughs> this is this is a felony after the 90s, right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> right? so, um, yeah, and it turns out that like, he also has these photographs of other mutilations and things that yeah, he's yeah. done to animals and that kind of thing, which prompts the principal to say, and let me introduce you to Dr. Loomis. He's mm-hmm. a psychologist. We also, kinda... Dr. Loomis had the pictures, which was... Dr. Oh, Loomis had the pictures. Which okay. was a really cool way to move the plot mm-hmm. along, where it's like, we don't need to do an interview with Michael. We need to fucking, mm-hmm. like, handle this now. Yep, <laughs> because Loomis is on board with the whole, like, hey, if he enjoys, like, torturing, the ha- causing harm to smaller creatures and that 
that kind of thing. It's a symptom of something that's much mm-hmm. greater. While all of this is going on, Michael snuck the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> He was going for a, the Which old is in sick. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. A little ultra violence coming down. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And we're following the bully, and like this is actually one of my favorite bully scenes. Like just in general, is he's like walking out of the school with his douchebag friend who's about to go the other direction, and he's just like, "Man, if I get detention one more time, I'm gonna get expelled." So like we clearly know that this kid's a fucking douchebag yeah. to begin with, and he literally goes to walk across the street. Bus passes behind him. We were hoping it was going to hit him. Yeah. But he walks this up. This is to an the- anime. <laughs> <laughs> he walks up to this kid, takes his beanie off, and just like, oh, oh, you want it back? Spits in his hat. Rob Zombie, again, makes it really easy to kill people. <laughs> shitlord characters. You know what I mean? And of course, like, uh, you know, he gets into the woods, which I guess is that's the path that he takes home. And obviously this kid, ironically, like, now that I think about it, this kid is really not from the best side of the tracks either. No. yeah. You know, because he's talking about how his dad's going to beat him and all this shit and the, and the other, but I don't find sympathy for characters like that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a level of, like, nurturing that, right? Sure. No matter where you fall in that psychological debate. Like, most people, if not all people who are awful dick human <laughs> beings and that kind of thing, were certainly raised to some degree to be that way, right? Right. You know. So, like, when we get into this scene, like, Chappelle show was really big yeah. when, when we were at this age. Mm-hmm. And actually, they were still, that's so weird that they were still making episodes mm-hmm. at this point. But all I could think about was as this the bully is walking through the woods, uh, Michael pops out from around the corner. All I could think was, I caught him in the front! (laughs) (laughs) That motherfucker had a tree branch with a bigger tree branch connected to it. (laughs) It was like a scythe, almost, you know? (laughs) And then he, like, beats the kid to the ground. He's just like, oh, 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 you're fucking dead! Hits him again. He's just like, wait, no, I'm a bitch! Stop! He hits him like 30 times with this tree branch. <laughs> All I'm saying is, for someone who talked a big game, if you get beat to death by a kid with a stick that you have a solid foot and 30 to 45 fucking pounds on, he's not it. the bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who is the bitch now? Security. <laughs> Security. <laughs> Four. Kill, kill number, number one. one. Let's kill get number into fucking it. one. Fuck boy. Yeah. Via stick 100 percent. you are a fuck boy <laughs> yeah zero sympathy for that fucker so anyway we're moving forward um, it's now halloween night it is now halloween night and michael's got his mask rig on he's ready to go trick-or-treating and everything like the weirdest clown mask ever ronnie the step bro <laughs> step dude is um oh, it's a step it's, it's like boyfriend or something i don't fucking care it, you know um but he's given michael guff about like hey you stupid little mask. You like killing animals? You think that makes you a badass? <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's sitting there with like no functioning limbs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I've coming met, from I've, what? I've, I've met this guy before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The F word was way too loose. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Again, like Rob Zombie was really good at portraying people that are like that. Yeah. Um, mom's got to go work. She's a stripper. Just... Full disclosure. Um, she was working as a waitress at the titty bar <laughs> when I found Michael's her. mom has got to go. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Rob Zombie's wife like that. Um, so hold on. Here's my thing. 
is if he didn't want us to talk about it, he wouldn't have made so many movies that literally just say, hey, look at my wife's ass. Yeah, she's a stripper. <laughs> You're right. Fair point, 100%. Um, so Mama recruits, uh, Judith is the older sister's yeah, name, yeah. is that right? Okay, mm-hmm. recruits Judith to take Michael trick-or-treating. And Judith's like, well, fuck that, right? <laughs> so um, Ronnie is like watching TV. They leave. Mom goes to work and everything. And Judith the immediately, boyfriend shows up. immediately just takes the boyfriend back inside and leaves Michael outside. It's like, <laughs> now nah, you go on your own. I'm going to fuck the boyfriend. You know what I mean? You've got this handled. <laughs> right. My initial thought was like, well, dad's downstairs. And then it occurred to me that he can't fucking move. So I was like, okay, that's actually a flex to like... <laughs> To just bang. It's like, yeah. You were like, what's he going to do? Walk up the stairs? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's that fucking claptrap problem all over again, right? Your arch nemesis. No! <laughs> so Michael's sitting outside, and I guess he did do a light amount of trick-or-treating because... When he's sitting out there, he does have, like, candy yeah. that he's eating out. And he's got and that shitty 70s candy. I'm not going to lie, though. This scene was the only scene that I thought was really fucking weird. Because yeah. it w- it w- they were playing Love Hurts in the background. Which, by the way, the fucking soundtrack for this movie was so good. Uh, they're playing Love Hurts, but they're jumping between scenes of Sherry Moon zombies stripping... And a sad Michael Myers right. sitting in front of his house in the yeah. dark. Like, yeah, it yeah. was just, it was weird. It it's wasn't unsettling. Confusing erection. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, there's a small boy. Oh, Sherry Moon zombie. Oh, small boy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was experiencing like a stock market day in my pants. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> My NASDAQ's down fucking 40%. NASDAQ, count it. Count it. So Michael's essentially like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go murder. It's time for a change. <laughs> there's, there's a regime change coming. Yeah, dude. So yeah. We, we we wake up to him. Uh, he's... Well, actually, I think he actually spends a little bit... No. He does the murder first, right? Because he, he comes in, he duct tapes stepdaddy... To the chair. To the chair. Which is awesome. <laughs> now he really can't move. <laughs> now... Which is the best part about this is that he's the weaker animal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> that kid he killed earlier was way, was way bigger threat. <laughs> so he ties him down and he finally wakes him up. I wish that the kid. I mean, he's not really good at being a killer yet. Yeah, but I wish he had almost like put his hand over top of him and just like. Mm-hmm. snapped him back awake but he did wake up yeah and he's just like mm, 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 what right. the fuck <laughs> and then fucking michael just releases his throat yeah. for kill, kill number, number two. two kill number fucking two via throat release mm-hmm. so then we have this shot of michael who's just like flicking candy corn like the fucking paper footballs yep. that you would do in class mm-hmm and he's like, ah, someone's coming downstairs. Mm-hmm. Also to murder. Mm-hmm. Yep, and notably the boyfriend uh, during the sequence where he's fucking his sister. was uh, <laughs> That was a mouthful. Yeah, was wearing the Michael Myers mask, right? Correct. So this Correct. is like, this is the first time we see the quote unquote mask, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, he's even like, I want to do it with the mask on. Yeah, yeah. Which if that had happened, I, which I'm surprised Rob didn't do. Yep. Would have been so much weirder to see that face for mm-hmm. the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Knowing what had witnessed it first. <laughs> <laughs> Just like one moment where there's a blanket over top of both of them and doggy. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so what's the first logical thing he got to refuel right we got to go downstairs we got to get a midnight snack and he kind of just pulls out like a sheet of cold cuts right (laughs) he's just got some some bread some mustard he's ready to fucking go just we're just going to make a quick sandwich knock this thing out jokes on him sandwich sandwich yeah (laughs) jokes on him because michael's here to knock him out he's got the baseball bat the fucking you know that's the first out of shot we get to Mm -hmm. michael myers he's just like standing in the background Mm -hmm. with a bat behind yeah yeah yeah. good shit good shit he's learning (laughs) adapt overcome (laughs) and he just beats the fucking brakes off Mm -hmm. of this dude actually he doesn't even really well he does but the first kill or the first hit is almost a killing blow yeah yeah like his feet are like seizing on the floor Mm -hmm. it's like he hit him in the age spot yeah (laughs) This dude's brain just hit blue screen. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and then we just hear that. Ah, ah, ah. Couple more love taps. Right now, notably, moving into this next scene. Here's we, the weird scene for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't talk about the weirdness. I'll let you take that over. No, but I don't what, want to talk what, about it either. What, <laughs> what I was going to bring up is we bring this up in another movie that is actually part of our Patreon exclusive drive. What? So actually, once we hit our goal of 150 patrons, mm-hmm. we will be releasing our episode zero, mm-hmm. which is our raw f- or raw <laughs> raw soundbite mm-hmm. of its uh, other than cleaning up dead space. Yeah. I didn't do anything to it. Yeah. So you want to talk about like the most raw thing that we've done on this show? It's our first episode. And guess what? We're not going to tell you what it is until we reach our goal. So you right. know what you can do? Like, follow, share, Bucci. If help us get those yeah, patrons. Man. Yeah. We at the time of recording this, we finally hit 150 on Instagram, which again, thank you so much for mm-hmm. everybody that's been a part of this and that kind of thing. We're trying to move everybody over to Patreon as well so we can give you everything that we've got, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that gives us the ability and the leeway to be able to do that for mm-hmm. all of you. We can't wait. We're stoked for y'all. And again, if you can't afford to be a part of it like i'm not going to judge somebody for not being able to we're not here to demand your money (laughs) now that being said there are so many free ways to support us which is liking following commenting everything that interacts us interacts with us it is us against the algorithm right Mm -hmm. now so the more you push us out there the bigger we get the more shit we can make for you for free to play as well you are the cure Um, so anyways so Michael starts touching his sister so right? hold on <laughs> the only thing I wanted to say about this scene yeah. was there so she's listening to Don't Fear the Reaper mm-hmm. which is the song so actually some of you might be able to guess there's a lot of movies that do this but you might be able to guess what we did for episode zero when I heard this the first time it was mm-hmm. like the second or third time I have heard this in a horror movie which is, I mean, it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. first of all, Blue o- Oyster Cult is amazing. And Don't Fear the Reaper is perfect for this kind of shit. Sure. But I had set it as my cell phone ringtone. <laughs> for like, oh, god damn it. For, for like <laughs> six months before this movie came out. Oh, man. And I got it. Oh, yeah. It was like a Virgin Mobile Kia Sarah flip phone. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I had the full keypad and everything, yep. man. So I got a call... From my current partner, who we were not together at the time, she calls me at like midnight. Mm -hmm. I'm stoned and fucking asleep. Yeah. And I wake up in this pitch black room and all I hear is don't fear the reaper. I'm just like, (laughs) 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 oh my God, everybody be cool. It's happening. (laughs) 
I picked up the phone. She was like, are you okay? I'm like, no. No, I'm not fucking okay. That is adorable. Yeah, I love right? that story. Yeah. So anyways, he's touching his sister. Yeah, so he's touching his sister, right? Because what he's done is he's put... He's, this is so fucking funny to me. He's put the mask on that the boyfriend was wearing. The Michael Myers mask, you know what I mean? And he... He's kind of like, just kind of touching her leg, and she's like, oh my god, stop, that tickles. <laughs> Steven! Because she's laying there, like, kind of, like, robed up after she just yeah. got fucked and everything, right? And yeah. Steven! Or whatever the fuck his name was. It's not Steven. David! <laughs> Daniel! <laughs> um, yeah. So she rolls over, and she's like, what the fuck, Michael? <laughs> you know? And, so, and she just yeah. starts slapping him. <laughs> yeah. The mask does like a 180. He has to like readjust it. <laughs> I made a joke too. Like for those who have seen this movie that want to know like what my body proportions are really like. That's actually what <laughs> child Michael Myers wearing the Michael Myers mask against his body frame is what my head looks like compared <laughs> to my shoulders. So this is this is very, it's hitting home for me too. <laughs> I do move like a bobblehead when I get slapped. <laughs> So he just starts stabbing the shit out of yeah, Judith. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, right? And I think, I don't think that they actually said in this movie, but I think in the original they said that he had stabbed her like 17 times yep. or something egregious They like did that. say it in the movie when the news picks it up. Oh, they did? Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. What was that number? <laughs> 17. <laughs> <laughs> Winger starts playing in the background. <laughs> She's only 17. Yeah, I was telling Eric that the guy... Actually, no, it's later. It's okay, the other guy. Yeah. The, the other long-haired douche. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah, so mom returns home. We actually are still getting cuts of her. We are on kill number four at this point, by the way. We never uh, called it out, but we are. Kill number fucking four. Just so everybody at home can have it on their bingo cards. <laughs> like, when we call it out, I want you to be ready. Okay. Yep. So mom comes home. Yeah, go ahead. So mom comes home and we have the, we actually have this really sweet scene right beforehand where Michael goes upstairs and he takes his clown mask off mm-hmm. and he's like, happy Halloween, boo. And it was like him jumping back into this side of reality. Humanity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, was, it, was really, it was really cool to watch when Sherry Moon Zombie shows up. They're both sitting out front like he's holding boo mm-hmm. and like everything's quote unquote fine. <laughs> From the outside looking in, yes. The police are showing up. She's like, Michael, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's freezing out here and you're holding this baby outside. <laughs> what happened? Dead silent. Non-responsive. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have like the tribulations of Samuel Loomis actually being his doctor mm-hmm. in the ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was... Because this is the worst thing that's ever hit this town. Yeah, right, presumably. It's Haddonfield, right? like, Illinois. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And Dr. Loomis is picking it up and everything. Uh, so he is in custody at a psych ward. Uh, the sanitarium, I think, is the official yeah. name of this place where he's at and everything. Right. Angel um, Grove Sanitarium. Yep. And we get the, um, like, the 11 months later thing. Is that right? Is <laughs> yeah. that where this hits? Where he's 11 been? 11 months later. He's been in here for a hot minute. Loomis is overseeing care. Mom is allowed to visit weekly and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Her dynamic with him is very, like, not nurturing or not placating, but, like, I'm trying to rebuild, right? Right. You know what I mean? And so... Because she's not talking about the... Because uh, Michael will ask her, like, how's everybody at home? Mm-hmm. And for her, it's like, does he really not Yeah, know? Loomis is asking, do you remember why you killed those people? He's like, that wasn't me. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I wasn't I even there. I don't know nothing about nothing. I remember candy from mm-hmm. Halloween. And I was like, oh, I felt that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> they caught him red-handed. <laughs> Just covered in fucking right. blood. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. <laughs> hey, deny until you try. That's man. right. <laughs> so we to kind of encapsulate a lot of that mm-hmm. is it's this very short evolution of him into what would be the next 15 years Yeah, because he has one more breakdown where his mom comes in and she's, she's been trying, everyone has been trying to break through to him to break this form of psychosis. Nothing is working. Nothing is fucking working. He's had a couple bouts already where he's just screaming at Loomis. I mean, fuck you, Mm -hmm. fuck you. I'm like, yeah, Fuck him. The dark side is taking over his brain at this point. Yeah. Mask or no mask, right? Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. And actually, the lack of mask is starting to be crazier. Right. Than with the mask. Because mm-hmm. with the mask is like Controlled this... chaos. Exactly. Yeah. There's this level of like solace mm-hmm. that comes along yeah. with it. I thought that was really well portrayed yeah. by Rob 100%. Zombie. We have one more bout where Shiremoon Zombie comes to visit and he has hit a level of silence now. He's not eating. Mm-hmm. He's not talking to anybody. Yep. And she was like, you know what? I'm giving up for the day. And she and Loomis is like, I'll walk you out. So they have a nurse come in. Yep. And the nurse is like, cute kid. Because they have a picture of uh, Boo. It's <laughs> Him uh, holding Boo. Yeah. When, yeah. And she was, and even uh, Sherman Zombie was like, so you can put it up in your room. And you can thought think you'd like it. this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And of course, like no reaction mm-hmm. at all to it. Uh, so the nurse is now in there. And Sherry Moon Zombie and Dr. Loomis are like, they're about to go into the elevator. <laughs> All you see is everybody like rallying together. They're like, we got to get to the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> because what did they fucking do wrong here? Dude, I got to tell you, I couldn't imagine <laughs> running a sanitarium and being like, you know what we should have for the cafeteria? Yep. Metal forks. Yeah, it's a great idea. Let's send a nurse that isn't like a hundred percent on what his mental condition is, what his mental state, and all this, his whole backstory and everything. She comes in with the morning paper, turns her back to him. That was also her fault. You know what I mean? Uh, well, and that's what I'm saying. It was like this was like not trying to victim blame here. This is, but... <laughs> this is but this was an egregious oversight, right? Yeah, you know? absolutely. hundred yeah, percent. You're, ta- you're talking about the fucking boogeyman mm-hmm. right now. Four. Kill, kill number, number five. five. Kill number fucking five, mm. nurse. Fork you. Fork dis. <laughs> Count it. <laughs> Game blouses. <laughs> so then we How get... many Dave Chappelle references can we fit in here, you reckon? Enough to fucking party. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we have this really well shot scene, mm-hmm. right? Where the girl, or Sherry Moon Zombie, is having this meltdown and she goes to Michael who is being restrained by these guys she go, she's like and we're reading their lips you know my, she's saying Michael what the fuck mm-hmm. and she goes to pull his mask up and Michael has this primal reaction mm-hmm. and the, the acting by this kid was fucking knocked incredible. it out of the park just fucking destroyed it and it <laughs> her reaction of genuine terror mm-hmm. as a mother of her own uh, from her own child mm-hmm. was chilling. Yep, yeah, 100%. It was absolutely 100%. chilling he, from the He this movie. lurches at her screaming. She falls back like she recoils in pure fear at this mm-hmm. point like for her life, for her, you know. And she created she, that. She did not recognize who mm-hmm. that boy was anymore, right? So her response 
she goes home. She breaks out the fucking projector again. We're here, where we are, and she's um, playing back the home movies that mm. people used to make. I mean, I know right. that that exists on people's cell phones these days and gets yeah. posted on the internet. <laughs> it used to be a very private and intimate affair to have mm. these memories preserved in your home yeah. of the building, right? So she is sobbing on the couch while watching the movies and everything. Mm-hmm. And she is mourning the loss of her son. Everybody else in her life, aside from boo, mm-hmm. everybody else in her family is dead because of this boy. She realizes that there is no hope for him. He cannot be redeemed. There mm-hmm. is no saving him. She grabs a gun and she ends herself. Right. And I think part of that too, uh, also for kill, kill number, number six, six yep. kill number fucking six, Madre Pata Dome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of that parallel, too, is I think, and I could be wrong about this, I feel like what Rob Zombie was trying to portray in that scene was she had failed everyone. Everyone. Mm -hmm. And she was feeling the weight of everything. But there was no part of her that believed that Boo would be better off with her Mm -hmm. in this world. And that's a really dark moment. Because it it even goes a little bit beyond that. It was that, like, she no longer felt like she could care for Boo to the point that, like, it didn't matter what happened to the child. Right? She knew that she would only continue to harm because she just made Michael Myers. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> she just made Put the that on your man. fucking resume. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, goddamn, it doesn't get any worse as a failed parent than making Michael Myers, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So now, we jump, 15 years later. Yeah, we jump forward 15 years later, and there's like this really gross kind of conversation with Dr. Loomis and Michael, and he's just like, You've become my best friend. Mm-hmm. And what does that say about how fucked up I am? Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, this is our last session together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it, Michael's just like sitting there in his, pu- I did like the pumpkin mask. Mm-hmm. I, it was literally just like a fucking paper dinner plate yep. with orange paint mm-hmm. and black lining around the eyes. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved his it. His mask room was chilling. Too. <laughs> that, that was the one that really got me. I was like, oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we do move into... Uh, so Danny Trejo has been a really big proponent mm-hmm. of Michael's life this mm-hmm. entire time. He's been directly taking care of him. He's shown him respect. He's shown him love as a as a person. Even encouragement at times. And that kind of, hey man, don't let the walls get to you. I know mm-hmm. I've been in there before too. It does get better and that kind of thing, right? Which is super deep from Trejo because he actually has spent time in prison. Yeah. Like, yep. And is now one of the biggest actors in the world. Yep. 100%. So Big flex, Trejo. I like that. Do you think Do you think Zombie wrote that for him? Or do you think that Trejo was cast for the part and like was like, hey. I like to think that he showed up. Yeah. Because again, uh, when I saw Rob Zombie for the first time, which God, this probably had to be uh, 2006, 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer for Machete okay. was surfacing because cool. it was at his concert. He was o- Rob Zombie was opening for Ozzy Osbourne. Nice with in this moment opening everything. That's a hell of a lineup in the mid two thousands, dude. So he had uh, Rob Zombie. If you're listening mm-hmm. to this right now, make Werewolf Women of the SS. I'm serious. <laughs> Because there were like four trailers that he had put up there, and one of them was Machete, Mm -hmm. and that was the only one that he had made come to, or I guess Grindhouse made come to fruition, Mm -hmm. but Werewolf Women of the SS was literally what it sounds like. It was werewolf Nazis that was led by the occult by Nicolas fucking Cage, who was in the trailer. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It's not too late. (laughs) It's not too late. 
Dude, Nick Cage would do that in a fucking heartbeat. Nick Cage just did a movie about himself. <laughs> Hello, this is Nick Cage. I'll be playing Nick Cage today. <laughs> yeah. I like to think he auditioned for that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, he felt like he had to earn it. He's like too pure. He's like, he's like, he's like uh, Elon Musk. Dude, if somebody else makes a better electric vehicle than me, they can have my blueprints. Dude, if somebody else can play Nick Cage better than Nick Cage, can't they deserve it? Right. <laughs> Well, it's like when Dolly Parton uh, went to that uh, Dolly Parton lookalike competition and yeah. got third. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me there are two other people that look more like Dolly Parton than Dolly Parton? <laughs> you remember that episode of Pawn Stars where fucking Chumley gets that guitar autographed by Prince and it's a Prince impersonator? He goes to this like roadside stand where the Prince is having like a taco bowl and he's like, <laughs> will you sign this Prince guitar that you totally played? And Prince is like, yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> He's like, Prince doesn't even look that much like Prince. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, so yeah, we're we're we we get that great like these eyes will deceive you, that whole yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, where Loomis has written the book The Devil's Eyes or whatever yeah. the official title of it is and everything, and he's kind of like presenting it to his um lecture hall of mm-hmm. people that are whatever. Right? Somewhere in Shangri-La. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's we're we're very much like in the present times, like lining up the parallels with um, the original Halloween, like the original. Yeah, now we're getting into the meat of We're sort of into like this is where this story starts being told, and that kind of. The additional thirty minutes of this movie really was just the the prequel. prequel. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't care what anybody. Again, you can blow me if you disagree with me on that. That's fine. We Um, just disagree. So now he's working on the breakout because he's going to get moved, and they Mm -hmm. never actually explained that, but they didn't explain it in the last one either. Or like the original, um, it just just is something that happened, sure. I guess. So they're walk- making their way out the sanitarium, and like they they hit this paywall, I guess. Mm. <laughs> There's the this is where you plug Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a woman that's like on the outside, and she's like one of the security guards, and the other two are on the other side. They're like, all right, well, we have to, you know, take 15 minutes to undo these electric locks so we can let him through. Because, yeah. I mean, he is in shackles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is in shackles mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter could never. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I love Anthony Hopkins and Hannibal with all of my heart. Mm-hmm. He had the gorilla strength right. to smash some fucking skulls right, right. now. He, he, like, one of them, he literally just uh, does an uppercut. Knocks the first dude out. <laughs> yeah. Grabs the other one by the skull and just starts bashing mm-hmm. and bashing and bashing into the corner. And the girl that's on the other side of the window is just like, hang in there. And I'm like, thinking right. about the cat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hang in there, bitch. Are you serious right now? Have you lost your fucking mind? <laughs> Get us some fucking backup. So what she does is grab a shotgun. Michael comes through the door, right? She this is sh- incredible. Yeah. She shoots him and he just kind of like rolls off of it and continues advancing and she's like god no, damn it she, she didn't shoot him he fucking john wicked it oh he and, did okay yeah, no he, i missed that then he yeah. was like choking the guard the other one that had gone oh, the back body up. shield yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> that's body what shield yeah, yeah. on it he took the 12 yeah. gauge blast <laughs> and she goes god damn it <laughs> it wasn't an exclamation of fear it was like i fucked up that was my bad you know <laughs> it was great you fucked up a.a ron <laughs> Four kills like seven through ten. Seven, right? seven through ten. Yeah, yeah. We we lost three guards in this good yep. fight. And of course, uh 
Danny four, Tra- four, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh yeah, yeah. We lost four. I'm not here to count. <laughs> okay, cool. I came here to lead, not to read. <laughs> Anyways, we have. That's uh, why I'm your editor. Uh, I know. <laughs> Uh, we had uh, Trejo's making rounds at this point, right? <laughs> he comes across the corner. He's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> I guess there's a knife at some point too. Yeah, because uh, we also got kill eleven that didn't happen here. It was while uh, Danny Trejo was walking through. Mm-hmm. We get this side shot yeah. of Michael standing over the secretary, who's like the being... receptionist, <laughs> like the concierge of the sanitarium, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Four, kill, kill number, number 11, 11. kill Gloria. number fucking 11. Gloria. <laughs> yeah, dude. So then uh, Trejo, like, makes his way, like you said, around the corner and everything. And, like, Michael's there. And he's like, okay, bro, we've been best friends. We've been through this shit before. You know, we're, the we're the two best, best friends that, that anyone can could have. And he's like, I'm just. Please don't kill me, Michael. <laughs> I've never done anything wrong to you. I've only been supportive of you. I'm just going to put these handcuffs on you. I've your pillow, Michael. <laughs> right, right. Your mom didn't even love you that much. <laughs> didn't even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. All right. So he attempts to cuff Michael, which was, that was my red flag. Was I was like, if I'm in the body of Michael Myers in this moment and somebody wants to put handcuffs on me after I've just done what I've done, it doesn't matter who it is. Right? <laughs> so... Also, th- this was a this was a really pinnacle scene for me in this movie because yeah. this was when he stepped over the edge. Mm-hmm. This is where there is no Michael left, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Mike there has not been Michael for like quite some time. Definitely, but this, this is when we see it. This right? is when we see that there is no like everybody. Everybody can get it, <laughs> you know. Yes, sir. You can get it. You can get it. You can get it. <laughs> Everybody gets a bullet. <laughs> and we were we were watching this scene, we, you know, and obviously Trejo gets pulled up to this room and he's getting fucked up and shit. Mm-hmm. And he start Michael starts drowning Trejo and he's like, "I loved you, Mikey," and like all of like this rhetoric. Mm-hmm. And what was incredible to me about this scene was Eric goes, "Well." Uh, death by drowning. I, I was, was like, like, it's interesting that he's drowning him right now. <laughs> it's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> he's just doing it. That's not how he dies. There's always a fucking knife, yeah. isn't there? <laughs> well, there's a fucking Telemundo. Because <laughs> he just rips this 80s television off the corner of the wall and just fucking... <laughs> For kill number 12. Kill number fucking 12. Jesus Christ, we're in the shit now. Via Spanish soaps. <laughs> 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 if I knew the name of any of them, I would quote that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> That's good. I like it. Or he's escaping. He makes it to this truck stop or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do um, want to back up just a little bit because there is this exchange between um, Dr. Loomis and like the people that are like overseeing this whole thing. Oh, They're yeah, like, yeah. Michael Myers is fucking out. He got out. <laughs> and it's just panic switch right <laughs> panic at the disco and, yeah. and we're at a truck stop truck wash and uh we have michael he's going up to um i'm trying to remember the actor's name he works with rob zombie uh, a lot. Flory. yeah for yeah. yeah he was definitely in devil's rejects mm-hmm. and house of a thousand corpses and 13 i believe mm-hmm. and he was also in three I, no he was not in three because he was dead by then mm-hmm. in in that trilogy Mm -hmm. i suppose um which great set if you have the chance to watch it it's fucking incredible i love Um, the actors that hang with their directors and vice versa yeah yeah captain spaulding's in this fucking movie (laughs) (laughs) 
And he plays, this is my favorite name of any character in this movie, is Joe fucking Grizzly. Because <laughs> he's Joe Grizzly. Because <laughs> he's fighting back a Taco Deluxe that's mm-hmm. fucking fighting back right now. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to pass one in peace. Yeah, we're in the shitter, quite literally. <laughs> and you see Michael's like decroted fucking Dirty toes. <laughs> like, like creep up to the front of the door. <laughs> uh, Joe Grizzly is reading the latest issue of Skank Magazine and having a spank while he's taking a dump and everything. That's a weird combo, by the way. I don't know. Yeah, like, I can't focus like yeah. that. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Talk about switching gears. I don't know. I'm trying to like listen to Run the Jewels in my head and like crank one out. <laughs> you like time yourself. <laughs> I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. <laughs> and of course, Michael finally breaks, or actually, he doesn't even break in. Joe Grizzly like opens the door. He's like, let yeah. me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. And like, as he's villain splaining to Michael, Michael's like, cool, and grabs his hand and just starts bashing it into the side of the bathroom stall, which he's denting deeper and deeper and deeper. He bends the fucking stall to the point that the glass on the other side breaks first. Because my boy's like 9'8 with gorilla string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised he didn't just eat Joe. My, my favorite part was like, after he's had his body slammed into this wall like 18 times, he finally gets a a lick in on Michael was like yeah come on like you're but winning Michael, by points right now Michael you know also I mean? got the knife <laughs> right, just stabs he's like yeah back. come at me just fucking stabs <laughs> four kill, kill number 13. fucking 13 kill number fucking 13 JG, Joe Grizzly baby. butch bitch butch he's <laughs> Joe Grizzly butch he's anything but <laughs> Hard, so, hard scene cut, right? Complete change of pace. We finally meet fucking Lori. Yeah, we get our final girl for yep. the movie. Finally, welcome to it. And I, Th- this I, is this is where I can see where people like kind of like are derailed by the way that this is going, right? Because this is a hard and fast switch to a completely different movie to a degree. You know what I mean? It's a completely yeah, different. Yes and no. <sighs> we are in the Haddonfield suburb, like you know, mm-hmm. the classic the streets, the foliage, the fucking cars, and everything. It is like spot fucking onto where this is where like the shot for shot shit starts. Coming yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what most I mean? Definitely. And that's what I mean when I feel like we really switch gears. Here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Haddonfield riff. Yep. <laughs> uh, and, and I kind of get that, but in the same vein, it's like, I I feel like it's not a hard cut that's jarring, because mm-hmm. I think it's moving us into the rest of the, the story. The actual story, right? Exactly. Because yeah. Yeah. Uh, now we've heard the story of Michael, now we ha- are hearing the story of Lori and Michael. Uh, to, to some degree, I don't think they have quite as much uh, chemistry as they do in the in the original iteration. Definitely of this. not. But I think Scout it Taylor Compton did it, right? an amazing yeah. job as Laurie. Yeah, especially at the end. I mm-hmm. thought I thought she was fucking. I I, I felt so much raw emotion from mm-hmm. her. It was insane because when you look at like Jamie Lee Curtis, who I fucking love. Sure. The acting at that time was different stylistically. Mm-hmm. It was, 100%. And yeah. you're also looking at doing a John Carpenter movie instead of a Rob fucking zombie yep. movie. That's about 14 kilo difference in blood. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, we're in a different time zone. Yeah, yes. so we're meeting Lori for the first time and she's talking to her adopted parents and she's like talking about, I guess, the Earl's true value that she works at. She's like... Well, well, Mr. Such and Such was touching me, and woo, 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 and I was like, I I'm, cringe a little bit. I was weirdly attracted to it. <laughs> nice. <so>. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, my my partner has similar energy, so. <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> 
I learned a lot about myself in 2007. <laughs> it's weird she called me that night. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like it, it, that story was great. But anyways, uh, now we're all moving on to school. Uh, yeah, we got to drop off an envelope. The my, mm-hmm. the Myers house is for sale. Weirdly, mm-hmm. stepdad is is like the realtor, I suppose, right. and that kind of it's, thing. Yeah, it's the same story. Yeah, yeah, everything is normal. Right. Yeah. Um, Michael is in the house at this point, though. And what was so sick about this scene for me was this is where we get the under the floor bars <laughs> moment, right? And we pull out that dusty, fucking musty ass mask, and he redons the mask that's been he, there for sixteen years. Yeah. And my thought was like, did he hide it? I know. Did, like, did, I know. why did would he, it be under the floorboards? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he have time between yeah. when the cops showed up? Destroy the evidence, but leave all of the blood on me. because well, the, the knife was in there <laughs> too. <laughs> it's like he knew he was coming back, and that's that's the thing that I think is. So it was his bug out kit. <laughs> I just have to make it home. There's still candy corn in there from <laughs> It's right next to Elvis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yes, he redones <laughs> the mask, and our villain is complete, right? Mm-hmm. Our main man, we're here. We're in the shit. It's mm-hmm. game time, right? Halloween starts now. Yeah. October I, 31st. Yeah, October 30 fucking first. And I gotta say, one thing that Rob Zombie did meticulously and beautifully throughout this movie is giving us that sense of Michael always being in the background. Mm-hmm. Throughout this whole movie... He did an incredible, incredible job of that. Um, Because that was one of my favorite things about not just the first one, but like the later movies too, is uh, in two, they didn't do it quite as much with Dick Warlock, which was unfortunate because I thought that he was a great Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. But for four and five, he was like, there were points where he's just standing in the park in the background. Yeah. It's part of his, like, kit, though. You know what I mean? That's part of who he's he is. He's hiding in plain sight. Yeah, 100%. While being an apex predator right. that is, quote-unquote, sleuthing. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing stealthy about 9 foot 8, dude. Yeah, so we have all of the girls in in the library. So we have um, Annie Brackett, who is played by Daniel Harris. Mm-hmm. Laurie Strode, who is played by Scout Taylor Compton. And, oh, God. Linda. Linda, mm-hmm. yeah. And Linda as well. And the only important thing about this scene was the fact that it's the first time like you saw Laurie in class in the original, mm-hmm. and she's looking out the window, and he's just standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, she like looks back to her friends, look back, and he's just gone. Yeah. And they're discussing how they're gonna fuck their boyfriends based on who's lying to whose parent about yep. where they're gonna fucking be. Strategery. And honestly, that's a really tight flex about lying to your parents because it's like. What if they don't know where you are? Yeah. And you're getting murdered. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, so then we kind of have this cut to Linda, right? Yeah, we're in the Myers home now. Mm-hmm. And she is with her boyfriend who I assume he looked like he had listened to Winger too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also, this D-bag left all the beer in the cooler in the van. <laughs> Instead of bringing it inside. Yeah, that's a party foul in my book. If I got to go outside to get more beer, we got a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they go inside. They have less than mediocre sex, which is con- <laughs> which is confirmed by Linda. <laughs> and All you have to do is ask the bottom how it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's... <laughs> I ask myself that all the time. Power bottom, baby! <laughs> but anyways, since the sex was whatever... 
Linda's boyfriend is tasked with go going to get more beer because his dumbass left it all in the van. Go get one more beer and bring it up. When <laughs> drink this one, I'll send you to get another one more beer. Chop chop. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to goes to grab it and he comes back and this was one of my favorite parts in the original so mm-hmm. I was really glad that Rob made an allusion to this mm-hmm. in this movie was when um, he has the sheet over him with the glasses on because he's going to try and scare his girlfriend yeah. and instead he gets fucking murdered yeah. <laughs> caught him with the front <laughs> bah! Bah! the tables have turned Charlie Murphy <laughs> And it was so it was so funny because instead of just choking him to death like they didn't lie, actually no they did it the same way where he starts with the choke and then stabs him into the wall mm-hmm. and he t- four kill number fucking fourteen kill number fucking fourteen idiot mm-hmm. uh, Adam down a stoner uh, <laughs> that's my secret cap they're all stoners <laughs> so Michael takes on the cloth dons the same puts the glasses on the <laughs> At least he's got his sense of humor. God bless him. And obviously, like, Linda's over here like, hey, fuckwad, give me my beer. God, you're always such a dick after we have sex. He, like, holds it out, like, come and get it then. You know what I mean? Nope, I'm definitely still your boyfriend. See, I got the beer. You know what I mean? So she starts talking shit, which I think in the original movie, Linda was actually on the phone with Lori. Probably. Because that's when yeah, she was she, right. she was making the choking sounds. She's sounds like, right, oh, yeah. real mature, Linda. Mm-hmm. So she's turning around and talking shit to what is now Michael Myers. And he just starts choking the shit out of her from the back. Like mm-hmm. the way, actually, it's the same way Michael It's the same way you. Michael grabbed me at the Comic-Con, at the, uh, the uh, fucking Mad Monster Expo, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I'll never forget. <laughs> Touch my fucking throat chakra, dude. <laughs> fucking puts her down to the ground, and all you heard was game blouses. <laughs> That's three. We're up to four now because I did. I said caught him with the front. Oh, yeah. Too. yeah, we're at four. <laughs> I said that in the very beginning. I know. Uh, you also said game blouses twice too, so I don't know. I don't know if we can keep counting Charlie Murphy, fucking <laughs> Dave Chappelle references. Anyway, it's cool. Uh, so we have our kill number fifteen. Yep. Kill number fucking 15, Linda, Linda. via autoerotic asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe she did finish by the end. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> so Myers decides to come to Lori's house at this point, right? Yeah, it's like a jump skip to like Lori's sitting outside with her family giving out candy, and then Daniel Harris rolls minutes up. later. <laughs> yeah, D- Daniel Harris rolls up, and she's just like, cool, go with my friend now. I'm going to go babysit and call it a night. Yep. And as soon as she leaves, like, the dad's about to go inside. The mother has already walked inside. They're mm-hmm. about to go on vacation. Right. And dad's like, I hate vacation. Let's just stay at home. Oh, and he did. Yeah. <laughs> Forever and ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> all, all you see is, like, this punch from the side that's just, bam! <laughs> I asked John, I was like, is he dead? <laughs> and John was like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Rob Zombie movie, right? We're off to the great gig in the sky, my friends. <laughs> we should just be glad he wasn't, like, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, true, yeah. So he gets so taken four, down. kill number 16. Kill number six fucking teen, Papa. You are like Papa! You're just like Papa. <laughs> And of course, uh, he just gets dragged into the house mm-hmm. with his lifeless corpse, and we now see mom, and mom's just like, "Oh shit, oh <laughs> fuck!" fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
So while she's getting just fucking ragdolled around this house, <laughs> I mean, like, it looks like if you... That's actually a really great song because, quite frankly, it felt like if you were to cut off a chicken's head but do it while you were inside. Because it's just, it's just fucking everywhere. It's a bit like hurting cats, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he, like, holds her head up and, like, pulls out the picture of Lori and she's like, I don't know what you're saying. And it's like, because he's not saying anything, you stupid He, like, bitch. shakes it a couple times. He's like, look harder. <laughs> Don't make me make noise. <laughs> For kill, kill number, number 17. 17. Kill number 7 fucking teen. Our kill count is racking up this episode. Much like this our Patreon impressive. numbers. One at a time. From $3 to $13 to 666. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I'm telling you, if we get to our goal, 50 patrons, all of you will get our episode zero, as well as everything else that we're putting out. Yeah. Early access to episodes, exclusive episodes, exclusive interviews with everybody that comes onto the show, as well as merch discounts of every level being different. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, the call was coming in from the uh, from the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And he's, because tr- he's had this back and forth with Loomis at this point. He's like, well, I don't know about all that. I don't believe in the boogeyman. I don't believe in science. <laughs> There's that line about, I think you've made a perfectly good monster off of the blood of the people in this town. Exactly. Right? And Loomis is like, what the fuck are you on about? Dude? And, and well, I really liked that paradigm yeah. compared to the old uh, Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. I think that was really hard cutting sure. at Loomis. Yeah, 100%. Never mind the fact that he fucking counseled this dude for 15 years. Well, yeah, you know never mind saying? it because like... <laughs> in, in, if you're like some small town sheriff hick in your head, it's like all he was doing was trying to make Protecting money. Protecting and serving. Yeah. You know well, I mean? well, the sheriff is. Well, yeah, the say, sheriff yeah. is, but yeah. all in his head, well, fucking to him, Loomis mm. is Hollywood yep. and Hollywood's just trying to make blood money off of all yep. this shit. And he's like, well, I was a part of this, so it's fuck the, you. It's the same thing like Hill House use that as a major plot point yeah you know what i mean yeah, it's the yeah. same kind of thing right yeah yeah good shit that yeah great if y'all have not watched all to get hill house yeah. it is so good it that's, is so good that's in every halloween for the rest of forever for me is go through hill house that's a good one we should play a uh, drinking game for next year where every time you spot a ghost you drink <laughs> but every time you don't catch the ghost and we do a review at the end of the episode you drink twice you also drink <laughs> My SATs went the same way. <laughs> you got nothing right. Cool. <laughs> Wasn't going to college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we had our kill number 16, dad, kill, kill number, number 17, mom, fucking yep. oof. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to... Uh, babysitting. Babysitting, which is what really this whole movie is about. Yep. And when uh, John Carpenter made his original uh, anthology for this, this was just supposed to mm-hmm. be a babysitting story. Yep. Which is like... It was wild to me. Yeah, yeah. It, re- it really is, because yeah. it's one of the most prolific movies that has ever been. Everybody has Michael Myers in their top three. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like you made this. This was going to be Slumber Party Massacre all over. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like the idea, right? 
Well, also yeah. it's one of those things where like the with the original Halloween, it was tied up so well because they didn't think they were going to do another movie. Mm-hmm. So with this one, they had more leeway going into the second one. And I'm sorry for everyone who was a part of this movie that's about to listen to me say this. I did not like to. I did not sure. think that was a good movie. Um, I thought there was too much trite, forced shit mm-hmm. into it. Like Make the reference. Make the reference. Yeah. Make, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> Not even make the reference. Make they, it different. Make it different. Make it different. <laughs> they start talking about the Antichrist and the fucking white yeah. horse. Mm-hmm. And it's Sherry Moon Zombie. And it's I, I'll get into that when we do that fucking episode. Yeah. But anyways, so now we're dealing with like the rhetoric of babysitter mm-hmm. to babysat. Where mm-hmm. it's just like... We're going to go see your boyfriend. He's not my boyfriend. Your girlfriend's coming over. Girls are gay. (laughs) (laughs) And Annie has the girl Mm -hmm. and Lori has the boy and we're going to rendezvous. The point of this is to have Annie freed up so she can go fuck Paul. Yeah. Right. That's like, we're... Which I was excited for. Right. Unbeknownst (laughs) to the children, this is all that this is about is your your babysitter's horny and it's Halloween and Paul's free, right? Yeah, this is actually like the only time... I was listening to a shout out to Talk Scary To Me podcast. What up? This was the only time apparently that Daniel Harris agreed to do a nude scene Mm -hmm. because of the way that Rob Zombie was writing this, which Mm. I want to thank Daniel Harris and Rob Zombie for making this possible. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, we're trying to free up space to fuck Paul. Right. We get another cut to Loomis and the sheriff talking and Loomis is, it's perfectly clear in his head that um, the reason that Michael Myers is back now of all times is he's come back for Strode. Yeah. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. he has come back to destroy Lori. Because if you haven't seen the original Halloween and you don't know or whatever, this is Baby Boo. Right. If you it, are listening to this and you, and you haven't didn't pick heard up on that, that, right. I'm blown away that right. you have not watched mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's on Shutter right now. Just go watch it. Yep. Get the free trial and just fucking watch it. <laughs> Lori is left holding the holding the hat mm-hmm. for this. Um so Danielle Harris goes back to have sex with Paul. Paul literally pulls up to the house she gets in and pulls out, right? <laughs> like, he did his job. Which it was amazing. Like, they walked, which was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was funny, too, because they did actually kind of point out a goof in this movie about how... Well, actually, I don't, I don't think that it was a goof, actually, now that I think about it. Because IMDb said that it was a goof that when Danielle Harris was at the house... Or at the place that she mm-hmm. was babysitting for Lindsay, I think was her name. Probably. Um, that sounds right. So she yeah. was babysitting Lindsay at her house. It was Lindsay and Tommy, I think. Is yep. that right? Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Lindsay and Tommy were, or Lindsay was being babysat. When they go over to Billy's house to leave Lindsay, Daniel Harris goes back to Lindsay's house. Mm-hmm. And then she's found later. And the goof that they said that it was, was... Lori was yelling at Lindsay to go home and call the police sure. when she was already home. But, but she wouldn't have been because she got brought over to the house, right? Well, she this was happening at her house. So yeah. that's where the, the quote-unquote goof was. Okay. But in my head, I don't think she was telling her to go back to her house. Mm-hmm. I think she was telling her to go to a safe place. Well, and that's what the and point get of the that, fuck that, away like, from this. That's yeah. definitely one of those like nitpicky things too, where like the point was because now get that her I think about it, it's threshold. like that's not yeah. a goof. Yeah, like that's exactly how anybody would react. Right, go somewhere. Like, yeah, get I, the I, fuck I, out. I used of the here. wrong words on a fucking podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never mind the fact that if somebody's coming at me with a fucking knife, I'm probably going to stammer. 
(laughs) So. Um, But anyways, uh, we have... Annie is now with Paul. Yeah. Right. Annie is now with Paul. I I guess some semblance of sex. It was better than what Linda got, I guess. Yeah. 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 Annie looked like she was enjoying herself, at least. (laughs) I think Annie was trying to pull Paul into it. Yeah. (laughs) Which I was into. (laughs) Already there. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the background, we have Pervy McMyerson standing in the background just voyeuring at all of this. He's like, nice. He, like, pulls up a popcorn bucket. (laughs) I wanted him to, like, go up and high-five one of them. But instead, Paul gets a knife to the back for kill kill number number 18. 18. Kill number fucking 18. We are killing people up in this bitch. This is crazy. It's almost like it's a fucking slasher movie. Let's go with those kill counts. Dude, it's almost like it's a fucking Halloween movie for people that are hating on it. You know what I mean? Uh, A bunch of fucking nerds. Dude, fucking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) We get to uh, Paul being murdered. This is what was cool about this scene is this is the first time really that I've seen anybody like 1v1 Michael Myers so far (laughs) in this movie, right? Like it's time to like engage aside from, um, what was his name? Jesus Christ. Joe Joe Grizzly. Grizzly. Joe Grizzly, bitch. (laughs) Like being willing to go the distance, right? She grabs a knife out of the kitchen, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. Post she just gets slapped up, to the she ground. She gets slapped across the fucking face, and it was so bad that she was like incapacitated. <laughs> I taste blood. Right. <laughs> and then she gets dragged off uh, after trying to escape. And we... <laughs> I don't know why I read this like this. She's hurt bad. <laughs> <laughs> bad. <laughs> she is hurt bad. We wind up finding out. That something crazy is happening over there. So they run across the street to find Annie. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's in the foyer mm-hmm. of the... Actually, she's in the landing of the foyer in the in Lindsay's house. Yep. Meanwhile, her boyfriend, Paul, is just hung from right. the fucking foyer <laughs> with right. a pumpkin head on. <laughs> Great touch. Nice touch, Michael. It's good shit, dude. There's even a point where he walks up and just... Pushes it lightly. (laughs) (laughs) You're dead. (laughs) Kill number 18. (laughs) I can't count that high because I didn't go to school. (laughs) So uh, Daniel Harris is like screaming on the bottom of the floor because Lori comes in, finds her, Mm -hmm. tells Lindsay to go off and find help, call for help, do whatever you have to do. Whose house it is. Whose house it is. Exactly. So... Lori's like, I'm going to call for help from here. So she walks in. She, sorry, walks. She run, briskly <laughs> runs into the kitchen. And as the door closes, we start to see Michael in the, <laughs> behind the door. <laughs> and this is when he just kind of like, shot, what's it called? Uh, canters mm-hmm. through the room. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, God. <laughs> Lori. <laughs> Lori. And honestly, like, this was one of the most raw acting performances mm-hmm. from Danielle Harris. Yep. And it was fuck. And they talked about it, too, in their podcast so when they were talking about the, being in this scene together. And it was. It was so fucking raw. That that drop scream that mm-hmm. she had. Like, I had chills mm-hmm. from how fucking perfect that mm-hmm. that shit was. And she is left B. The call comes in. Everybody's like, okay, well, now we have, to, like, they call into her father, who is the sheriff. Who has a mobile phone in his in his police car? They're like, the call's coming from your house. They're like, oh fuck! 
How long is it going to take to get there? Ten like, minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> Michael kills people in two minutes. <laughs> so they're racing back to the house, and now we're having like the first chase between mm-hmm. Lori and Michael. And she is chased back to where it all began. Mm-hmm. The Myers mm-hmm. home. And they left beautiful Danielle Harris just laying <laughs> strewn about the floor. Strewn about the floor. <laughs> and of course, you know, eventually they show up and they're like, what the fuck? And mm-hmm. she's like, Laurie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Loomis is like, I'll go save Laurie. I'm like, why are there no cops with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fair point. <laughs> As it were, I did mark them as kill number 19 and 20 when they die in the sequence prior. Like, before we make it back to the Myers house, the two cops that show up, that get iced. Oh, there were two cops that died. I thought there was one. So I've got kill 19 and 20. (laughs) It's four shots of the dome for you, boy. (laughs) Because actually, uh, yeah, they make it back to Tommy's house first. Yes. Yeah, and that's where they hide the kids and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the bathtub. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> so Michael carries Lori out and brings her back to where it all began mm-hmm. now, which actually has her dead friend Linda just laying <laughs> in front great. of just <laughs> laying in front of the Myers. Linda? Oh god. <laughs> and it's that same fucking picture again that Michael pulls out, and starts mm-hmm. putting in her face, and she's just like, I don't understand. I don't know these people. He's like, oh god, harder. You gotta look at and he like drops the knife so she's just like she sees it and it's just like okay well i i think i can get it yeah and she fucking she does and she stabs him right in the top like i don't know what the name of the muscle is because i'm not that intelligent trapezius it's oh it's your trapezius Mm -hmm. cool (laughs) so your trapezius Mm -hmm. Your arm is no longer working, and he's just yeah. like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's running out, and now it's the maze fight throughout this home. And this is a great scene for me. This is <laughs> this is a great climactic mm-hmm. moment and everything, you know. Um, that This house was built like fucking, it was like preserved like fucking shit, apparently. You know what well, I mean? Well, because nobody lived um, in it. I get if you're nine foot eight, <laughs> you could probably break everything in a, you know, constructed home and that kind of thing. Mm. Michael goes in on this fucking house <laughs> trying to get to Lori, right? Yeah, he rips off one of the cages of the fucking outside door mm-hmm. at one point. Like, yep. Just right off the bolts. Yep. <laughs> The the funniest one for me is like her trying to navigate her way out before she like gets outside and falls into the pool. Like he get like, out of the pool. He, he like he like like she's fighting her way through like like walls. The and interior of these walls of the home and that kind of thing finally makes it up. He like comes up through like the cellar door. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like God damn it. There's a right way and a wrong way to get through here. (laughs) Stop breaking my house. (laughs) I still need this. I'm still paying taxes on it. But she get, she ends up in like the empty pool that's filled with like dry leaves and that kind of thing. I was really thing. hoping like, there were going to be skeletons from India. In it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has like a long fall, of, like that dramatic roll down the hole. Or if like, it just had all the, the previous bodies. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like sitting there screaming because now she has hurt her ankle, uh-huh. as every final girl does. Mm-hmm. And we have. Um, Michael is now working his way down the pool and Loomis shows up. He's like, Michael, don't! You know, and whatever Michael McDowell's or Malcolm McDowell's fucking mm-hmm. accent is. 
I assume English. Yeah. Uh, but you don't have to blame her. You blame me. <laughs> I failed you. I have. Well, that comes when he gets his skull caved okay, in. Okay, cool. <laughs> but he shoots him like twice and you just go, ah, uh, ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Finally, he's like, God damn it, Michael! <laughs> shoots him square in the back. Why would you die? <laughs> <laughs> because he's not a man. Yep. Behind these eyes. There's no Michael here. <laughs> Hold, please. <laughs> so, yep. Lori makes her way out. They get their way into uh, Loomis's car that mm-hmm. I guess he has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very English. Yeah. It was, what, and Lori's just like, was, was that the, the boogeyman? Yeah. My dear, I'm afraid it was. Bam! Glass shatters. <laughs> Pulls Lori through. The, even even Lewis is like, "Holy fucking shit! What was that?" <laughs> He's a what? <laughs> He's a what? <laughs> and they're following him into the house, like Michael. It's not her fault. I failed you. And Michael's like, "Oh, you're right." And he puts her down and just goes to fucking cave and scold. Goes like goes like mountain to Oberon mode on his. You know what I mean? It was great. Yeah. So she's now trying to escape once again through mm-hmm. uh, now the ceiling mm-hmm. of the house because everything else has been destroyed so far. Yeah. And Michael is just taking a giant stick again. And just <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stick with a bigger stick yeah. on it. And he's just smashing through the ceiling. When you're fighting in-game enemies with your starter <laughs> weapon to flex. Yeah. <laughs> I put, I put a fucking titanite slab in my yeah, stick. <laughs> so she fucking falls through finally, which mm-hmm. is stupid because the, this is my only issue with the movie is as she, like you, he is stabbing through the ceiling in front of her mm-hmm. and moving away. Mm-hmm. She can clock where he's at. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I, I I didn't get that. But she crawls forward. She decides to move. Yeah, she decides yeah. to move. She falls through the ceiling. She has Loomis's gun. Mm-hmm. She hits the floor. That She's now bloodied fucking, and yeah. fucked up. And she like is now concussed and dazed. And she stands up with the gun. And Michael is standing mm-hmm. in the causeway. And I thought this was an amazing way to do the ending scene from the original. Mm-hmm. I thought this was fucking very tasteful. Very tasteful. Because Michael's like, yeah, fuck this. Mm -hmm. And just like charges. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's Custer's last stand running at fucking uh, Lori Strode. Mm -hmm. Tackles her out the window as she's like trying to lift the gun and they fall to the ground. So Loomis fired four shots Mm -hmm. earlier. And I really liked the way that they did the count on this because it felt kind of organic. Mm -hmm. Um, They fall to the ground. They both black out. Camera comes up. Lori is now on top of Michael and she's pointing the gun at his mm-hmm. fucking face. And she releases two shots to nothing. And she's still struggling. She's still concussed. Mm-hmm. She's still fucked up from all mm-hmm. of this. And then you hear click, click. And then Michael's eyes open behind the mask mm-hmm. and she just pow! Mm-hmm. And it was fucking. All you see for the rest is just a scene of her screaming Bloody covered in blood. Hell. Yeah. This was one of the best final girl screams mm-hmm. that I've ever heard in my life. It was so raw yep. and real and Good job Scout. Yeah, Scout fucking <laughs> oh my god. 
Oh my god, I can't believe yep. you're getting married this year. I, I, can, <laughs> I can't believe you got, didn't get married earlier. So. <laughs> and, and then we get hard cut credits, right? Roll. We get a little bit of the light uh, scenes from uh, earlier when Sherry yep. Moon Zombie was watching the mm-hmm. family footage. And it's like, you know, young Michael pointing at mama's belly like, I'm going to murder that someday, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> But That's yeah. a plot device in there. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was that, that was, was Halloween two thousand seven. Halloween, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, what would you rate this movie? I am feeling a six to a six and a half on this guy. Okay. Honestly, I really enjoyed it. I thought it had um, entertainment value. I was glued to the screen the whole time. Um, I'm rating it lower on the scale just simply because I am anti remake in general. Sure. But again, I'll emphasize what I said at the beginning when, like, if you're going to remake something, do it like this, right? Yeah. So I thought he did a great job. Rob did a great job with this. Um, acting was uh, was staggering at times and lacking at others. Writing yeah. was the same way, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it just, it had its flaws. It had its moments where it was really something extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think six, six and a half is comfy. <laughs> so would you watch this movie again? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I would be interested to see the sequel as well. Well, we're going to watch it. Sick. Stay <laughs> tuned. True believers. Would you... <laughs> Excelsior! <laughs> would you recommend this to a friend? If they had seen the original, I would. Yeah. That, that's my... That's my. That's a really good stipulation. That's my caveat for that. You yeah. have to be able to have the original to compare it to, as I feel is true with all remakes. Yeah. I, I really... I mean, it's it's kind of the logic of like watching the movie before you've read the book, right? Yeah, sure. I, yeah, I want you to have the purest and most intentional experience you can first mm-hmm. before you dip into somebody else's interpretation of it. Yeah. I think I would probably rate this movie a seven and a half. Cool. If I'm being totally honest, because this was... I know it was like, again, this was like such a pinnacle point in horror for me. But also, to be able to take a movie from 1978 that is one of the most revered Mm -hmm. cult classics that has ever been made, Mm -hmm. I just couldn't imagine tackling that. That's a lot of balls. It's a lot of balls, and also, like, that's a lot of controversy surrounding Mm -hmm. that. Like I said, when this movie came out, there was a lot about, like well, why do I need a backstory for Michael Myers? He's supposed to just be this evil entity, you know? And the, and I see both sides of the Definitely. story, but I don't think there's anything wrong with what I, he did. Yeah, I just disagree. I, yeah. just, I just would rather have more than less at the end of the day, I think. I think there's the idea that this movie is too long. Definitely. Personally. Um, but, like, outside of that, like... The, the Joe Grizzly scene had no bearing on the plot whatsoever. Yeah. There was no reason for that. To he got a jumpsuit. Be. Yeah. Huzzah. You know what I mean? And, like, that's it, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of one of those, like... Mm. Yeah. Um, also, I just have such a crush on Daniel Harris that it was so cool to see her in another movie like yeah. in, an, in another Halloween movie that was such a great Easter egg mm-hmm. uh, I thought Scout Taylor Compton was an amazing Laurie mm-hmm. Strode I think she was beautifully cast mm-hmm. yeah there's just not for me there's not a lot wrong with this movie because I would honestly rate the original Halloween as like a 9 or maybe a 10 sure I might actually give that movie a 10 mm-hmm. sure <laughs> we'll rewatch it uh, next year yeah <laughs> hit the secret cellar again yeah that that is that is the deepest of the cellar um but yeah i mean i would obviously watch it again i've watched this movie so many fucking times uh i would i would take the same stipulation 
uh, for if you're going to watch this, you do need to watch the original mm. first. This will be more enjoyable. Yeah. And honestly, perhaps less enjoyable, too, if you've seen the original to compare it to, I feel like. Yeah. You can really make an honest opinion. I will also say, watch the theatrical. Um, the director's cut, I don't recommend. Uh, the changes are minimal, and there's, like, one scene that I think is very triggering for a lot of people that is unnecessary. Can probably catch one off guard. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or perhaps um, an audience member in, the, in your living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel like I'm being called out on my own fucking podcast. No, nope, just making the reference. <laughs> um, do you have any final thoughts on this movie? Just that I would say that I really appreciate the willingness to tackle things like this. You know, yeah. as somebody who's anti-remake. Yeah. I do think that that takes a lot of, like, courage. Like, just bluntly. I, I think that it takes a lot. Again, like, I go back to that concept of, like, you intending to redo something that's already been done and is as revered as it is, is you saying you can do it as well or better. Mm -hmm. Right. Or your interpretation has more to be told and that kind of thing. That takes balls at the end of the day. Like, whether you do a good job or not. Right. That That's 100%. something that I can admire. Um and Rob Zombie has so many good, like, Rob Zombie tier classics under yeah, his yeah. belt that it's like, I don't know that there's a guy that pro that could have done a better job with it. Not he, that I can think of. He definitely came from the school of the classics, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, from a filmmaking perspective yeah, and yeah. that sort of thing. So it's just, it's comfortable where it is here mm -hmm. in terms of a remake. So that's all. Hell yeah. Um, I guess my final thoughts on this is, this movie's incredible. Fucking watch it. Like... Uh, and a lot of people that are listening right now will probably disagree with me, and that's totally fine. No, you fuck y'all. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I think that there was a lot of substance to this movie. I think it, that it was very well thought out. I don't think everything landed, necessarily, right. but I think that's kind of the trivial part of remakes. Mm -hmm. Is like you're already facing that down. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, if you're listening to this, Please subscribe to our Patreon. We will be taking a break here soon-ish. However, if you are a part of our Patreon, for $3 a month, you will have access to all of our lost episodes that you will have access to as we are gone, which will be weekly updates. Mm -hmm. So you will still get full-fledged episodes the entire time we are gone. We're taking a break. Your content is not. Exactly. Yeah. We just believe that if you're paying us... You should be getting something. Even yep. if it's just $3, you should still be getting something. We are eternally grateful for people that are giving us their hard-earned money to yep. continue doing this project. And it's our, sort of surreal. And our Patreon shout-out this week is going to Haley from North Carolina. Uh, I want to thank you so much for supporting the show and being an amazing friend. And thank you so much for believing in what we're doing here and the support. Like, I just can't even like it, it from everybody and especially you this week um thank you so much for being there for us and wanting us to succeed in all of this so again thank you guys so much for joining us once again at under the floorboards where it creaks it cracks and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night